Hello everybody, thank you so much for listening to Ride with MBS Malay. I hope everybody is doing okay and having a wonderful October so far. I can't believe we're in October already. <laughs> it's like this year just flew by so fast and this year like so much stuff has happened and like oh my goodness, it's been a minute since I've done a podcast and you know what's so funny is um I was looking over all my podcasts and listening to them all over, and then I was looking at all the dates, and the last podcast that I did was on July 27th, and the very first podcast that I did was also on July 27th, and I thought that it was very funny that I accidentally did that, like, you know, like, it was so funny, I was, I was cracking up when I realized it, and I was like, wow, that's like a sign or the universe or whatever so like if you play the lotto or whatever I guess play number 27 <laughs> and number 7 July 27th or whatever um yeah well I guess I have a few things that I want to talk about I've had so much going on since uh the last week in eat there's been so many shows let's see July <laughs> Oh my goodness, we've had so many people so far. Um, the last week in Eat, we had Tashala's birthday bash. Um, it was an awesome night. You know, the night is always good. Like, we didn't have a huge crowd that night, but we had enough people to feel the energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was really good. Like, I told you, like, we have good open mics and some, like, uh, where it's packed, and then we have other nights where it's not so many people there, but. The show still goes on, and we still feel the peace. We still feel the love. Everything is still taken care of. And, like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's um, really good. I really love having the speaking aids because they really make me feel good. No matter how negative I'm feeling that day, when I end up there... I'm in like a whole different vibe, a whole different mood. I have to be the host. So I have to jump out of whatever demons I came in the building with. It's all about like, you know, running the business and everything. Um So yeah. Uh <laughs> Um Wow. I'm trying to think where I want to start. It's just because there's so much going on. All right. Well, since we're already on a Speak and Eat subject, next Speak and Eat is going to be on October 14th. We're going to be having Omizi, and he's going to have Eric Andino as his uh, co-feature. And I'm also going to be having Naomi Banks. He's from out here in Springfield, Massachusetts. So make sure you guys go check them out before you come out at 116 School Street, uh, Port Richards, you know, Chicopee, Massachusetts. I'm pretty sure you guys, oh, well, if you listen to my show often, you probably have the <laughs> address implanted inside your brain somewhere. So, you know where it's at. It's the old maximum capacity if you're from Jacoby or from Springfield or whatever in the area. But if you're not, you know, hit me up if you need directions or just use your GPS. You know, I'm pretty sure we all have smartphones and stuff. But if we don't, you know, I'm more than open to help you get there, whatever. So, before I get started, on my little emotions and stuff i just want to say 
that I do come on my podcast and I talk about whatever I'm feeling, whatever I'm going through. I don't come on here to bash anybody. I don't come on here to um, tell you that I'm right about something. I come on here strictly with my opinions and strictly how I feel about what I'm going through. And sometimes as I'm doing these podcasts, my growth changes and uh, my mind changes about certain things that I've already talked about. For example, ambivalent relationships, when I said that maybe you should keep ambivalent relationships because you need people in your life. Um, that's going to be something that I'm going to be touching up on today because my mind has been slowly growing <laughs> into a whole different type of mentality with uh, self-help and understanding that sometimes you have to be selfish and you know sometimes being selfish is not it's not it's not bad like you know honestly wanting the best for yourself is not really being selfish like you know like all right like you can be here and you can have people in your life and you could be there for them and stuff but like I was saying in the last podcast, if it's taking too much of your energy, of course, you're, that's going to be something that you're going to want to let go. But it's going to be something that I want to touch up on today. Um, So like, yeah, like I said, I'm not, a, I don't have a degree in psychology. I don't like, you know, specialize in anything. I just come on here and I just speak my mind. So if you disagree, you disagree. And if you do, I would definitely like to hear about that. So you can definitely hit me up in vsmalay1 at gmail.com. Go on my website. Write to me on my website. You write to me on my Facebook. It's mbsmalay. Instagram, mbs underscore malay. Everything is just mbsmalay. Trust me. If you type it in Google, over 40 pages will pop up. You'll find me somewhere. I got you, you know. I got my number on these flyers and stuff. So, like, you know, just hit me up. Anyways, so before I get started, I want to read this, um article that I came across today I saw a few people share it and I thought that the title was beautiful because it's kind of like what I just was talking about uh how I went through a period of time thinking that I needed to keep ambivalent relationships in my in my life and um and for those of you who are not really sure what ambivalent is it's uh uh it's kind of like it's those friendships that you're not, you guys don't really talk, but you hit each other up, like, oh, I don't know if I should hit this person up, like, hey, like, to say what's up, just because, like, you know them, like, basically, a person that you was close with at a point in time, and they, basically, uh, I really don't know how to explain it, just freaking Google the definition, or whatever, like, (laughs) all right, whatever, ambivalent relationships, all right, so basically relationships that come into your life that you're not really sure belong there kind of like that like you know what I'm saying like you don't know if this person is your friend or like you know but they're just there you know it's just somebody that you think you have to be there for because you know them or some some shit like that whatever so um this article is titled I'm slowly learning to let go of the people who don't value me And I thought that the title was beautiful. And I opened the article. And this is by Lorena Thomas. And it reads, (laughs) 
And if you guys want, I'm going to also attach the link to this article inside of the description. So you can go on and read it yourself in case you don't want to listen to me. You just want to fast forward and hear my uh, opinion to it or whatever. So here we go. My whole life, I've been thinking that I shouldn't give up on people. I believed that once someone walked into my life, I should do everything I could to keep them. I kept thinking that people who come into my life need to stay there. But you have no idea how wrong I was. I was so naive to think that everyone who comes along deserves a spot in my life and deserves a place in my heart. I kept ending up with broken with I kept ending up broken, betrayed and empty. The worst part is that I did this to myself. Uh, I kept hurting myself by not being able to accept the fact that not all people I love will love me back. It was just not real to me that people would return you sorrow when you gift them a basket full of love. I couldn't wrap my head around it. Why would anyone want to bring me down when all I ever did was be good to them? It took me a while, a few heartbreaks, too many, and a few lonely nights when I cried myself to sleep to realize that there are people born mean and there isn't a big enough heart to change them i thought i could change them but i couldn't i thought if i showed them how love felt that they would decide to be good but they didn't and then i got lost i had no idea what to do i just couldn't understand how they could live their lives like that so i kept giving and they kept taking my love and my kindness without ever giving me anything in return not that i asked but still One day, I just couldn't do it anymore. One day, I got so tired and so worn out that I struggled climbing out of bed. I just hated myself for being so weak, and I had no more love to give to anybody. And making sure everyone else was loved, somewhere down the road, I forgot to love myself. And when I tried to do my best to be good to the people around me, they did their best to use me as much as possible. And then they turned their backs on me the minute they saw they had no use of me anymore. Does it get any worse? After being fully emotionally drained, after doing my best for people who hadn't deserved my best in any way, after being alone when that was the last thing I needed, it occurred to me that sometimes you have to be your own hero and guard your heart. Because sometimes people you can't picture your life without can normally (laughs) live without you. I'm slowly learning that just because I love someone, it doesn't mean they're good for me. Just because I'd like to have someone in my life doesn't mean they're They deserve to be there. Just because I do my best to be there for people doesn't mean they value me. Because some people won't love me no matter what I do. But I haven't lost my hope completely because I know that some people won't stop loving me no matter what I do. I'm slowly learning to distinguish these two kinds of people. I'm learning that even though there are things we don't want to happen, they're bound to happen and there is nothing we can do to avoid them. I'm slowly learning that there are things I don't want to know but life will teach me them anyways i'm slowly learning that there are people i love but whom i have to let go because they do me no good i'm slowly learning to let go of people who don't value me and i'm slowly learning that i'm not giving up on them but rather i'm doing myself a tremendous favor i don't want to hold on to any more i'm sorry i don't want to hold on anymore just because i think there will be no one else 
I'm slowly learning that there will always be someone else to whom I'm going to be good enough. I'm learning that I'm worth more than repetitively being hurt by someone who doesn't really care about me. I'm learning to trust my future and that there will be someone who will see me for my true worth and who will treat me the way I should be treated. I'm learning to guard my heart and I'm learning not to allow others who did me wrong make me think there is something wrong with me. I'm learning not to devalue myself just because someone else didn't value me. I'm reminding myself that I'm worthy, that no one else can determine my worth and that I'm worthy even if others don't really see it. At this point, I figured out that I've uh, that I've done too much for others and that the only next possible step is to stop. I'm learning to let go of the people who don't value me and I'm walking away because no matter how much I care, they're never going to care for me. No matter how well I behave towards them, they'll never return the favor or decide to be good to someone else. No matter how selfless I am, they'll never stop being selfish. So I'm letting go. I'm letting go of all the toxic, narcissistic, selfish, and self-centered people in my life. I'm done giving my love, time, kindness, and whatnot to those who don't appreciate it. Regardless of the amount of love I feel towards them, I'm letting them go. I'm slowly escorting them away from my life, and I'm learning that it is better to break your own heart once than to allow others to continuously break your trust, heart, and your expectations. I'm learning that not all people who walk into my life are meant to stay. Some of them are only meant to teach me a lesson, such as to let go of those who don't value me we all express emotions in different ways and have different reactions to the circumstances around us some of us are more sensitive and some express their feelings with more difficulty and that is all natural but there are people who can't keep their emotions in balance and who have a hard time controlling them this can be caused by different things such as a childhood trauma Or it can be a sign of depression, anxiety, disorder, or some other mental illness. Either way, although these signs vary from one person to another, there are some behavior patterns common to most emotionally unstable people. Emotional instability can be the best seen when it comes to romantic relationships, and that is when it usually comes to the surface. Therefore, if you have doubts about it, therefore, if you have doubts about if the man you're dealing with is emotionally unstable here are eight warning signs you should pay attention to (laughs) i honestly did not read this far into the article so i didn't know i had this little list so you know what i'm very well interested in seeing what this list is (laughs) so let me read this last little um paragraph so we can all know once again what we're about to get into with this little list because I want to see if I agree with this or not and now that I know there's a list I'm gonna like give my opinion after each little warning sign this is interesting like you know what <laughs> I'm not even gonna go that deep I'm not even gonna go that deep I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest though all right let's see therefore if you have eight do- if you have doubts about if the man you're dealing with is emotionally unstable here are eight warning signs you should pay attention to <laughs> oh my god this is amazing from what I what I just went through this is amazing like I just need this I need this right now okay number one <laughs> his mood changes frequently <laughs> One of the traits of an emotionally unstable person is their moodiness. 
Although mood changes are a natural part of everyone's personality from time to time, when it comes to emotionally unstable people, these changes are more intense and happen across short periods of time. Oh my God, Jesus, Lord have mercy. And then they had a, uh, a picture of Kanye underneath that. Oh, my God. If you are dealing with an emotionally unstable man, his mood will change frequently without any apparent reason. One day, this guy will be the happiest man ever. And the very next day, he'll act like everything is bothering him. All of a sudden, he will act nervously and it will make you wonder <laughs> what it was that you did wrong. These mood changes involve intense emotions such as sadness, panic attacks, despair, depression, and anxiety that seem to be without any cause. Besides, these mood swings are extreme and rapid. They can be minor daily mood changes or significant changes associated with different mood disorders. Although at first you probably won't think of this as a big deal, these changes in mood are often disruptive and can be one of the signs of a borderline personality disorder. Oh my Gosh, <laughs> I'm not going to touch up on that at all. She said what needed to be said. And like, I don't want nobody thinking I'm throwing shade at them. So like, let's just leave it alone. Okay, number two, he is too needy. Oh my Jesus. Emotionally unstable people are often insecure and have seriously serious abandonment issues which result in their neediness. When you first meet a guy, you'll be more than happy to see that he likes you very much and that he doesn't have a problem expressing his feelings. But actually, this guy sees you as a savior and someone who will resolve all his emotional problems. He will really let the relationship go its own course. Instead, he'll consider the moment you two meet to be the most important thing in his life. As soon as he falls in love with you, this guy will start living in fear that he is not good enough for you and that you'll walk away from him sooner or later. That increases his stress levels and makes him cling even harder to you and to your relationship. Even though you are just at the start of a relationship, this man will show you that he is overly emotionally needy, extremely clingy, and demanding, which will start to annoy you in no time. He simply need your approval and your emotional guidance and assistance through life due to his emotional instability together with an anxiety disorder he probably fights with as well before you know it this guy will get overly attached to you because he sees your relationship as an opportunity to fill his emotional gaps of course this kind of situation will overwhelm you in no time and you'll find yourself in a dead end street not knowing what to do all right this made me want to share my experience just a little bit. All right. Um, me, not being in a relationship since 2016, I recently did get into a very, 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 very like, short um, relationship. Like a week and a half, it lasted. So I don't even know if that even counts, but it made the record. Like... I've only been in two relationships in my life, like, and they, uh, one was five years, the other one was six, oh my god, yeah, so, um, yeah, this was really weird for me, that, um, usually, it's like honeymoon stages and stuff at first, right, like, you know, um, you guys are not arguing, not fighting. It's just like uh, a whole little lovey-dovey type thing, right? So me and this person, um, we was always arguing, right? But the only reason why I overlooked it or I thought that it was like a little different 
was because I thought it was pretty interesting to have somebody that wasn't so scared to give their opinion or how they felt about something and not so, oh, I agree with you, I agree with you, I agree with you right now. And then later on in the road, that's when he starts disagreeing. Like, you know, I appreciated the fact that he was honest about what he felt about certain things. So I thought that it was kind of different. And, you know, they say, like, opposites attract or whatever. And then on top of that, I was feeling lonely. And I don't want to justify or, like, I don't want to think of an excuse to why I entered this little coalition or whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I feel like we're only two things into this list. And this person showed a lot of these signs. And I completely overlooked it because I liked the feeling of how we felt when we were, like, good. Like, you know, because when we were good, we were good. Right? Really good. But it was like we was arguing, like, four or five times a day. And he was jealous about a lot of stuff that was going on. Like, my, my guy friends coming to my shows and about the different stuff that I would wear all of a sudden um uh, you don't like women that dress like hoes and you like the way that I was dressing before you met me now all of a sudden I gotta wear these pilgrim outfits and stuff like we only been dating a week and a half and you're upset that I didn't know that there was clothes in the bag for me to iron like you know like it's just like it's just like a whole bunch of red flags that I'm just like and like a whole bunch happened in a course of one day and I was just like yo like these two signs already was just like yo I should have ran a long time ago but like it was just like I guess I confused a connection with me also trying to fill a little gap or a little void and my little emotional instability myself because as you know if you have been listening to my shows I have been going through a lot on my own so like you know just like having somebody there for once when I needed them or when I wanted them for once it was different for me because I've been by myself for all of these years so I just like I let my guard down because I felt like maybe that that was the reason why I wasn't getting what I wanted is because it was so high like my standards are I don't even know how my standards are high because, like, you know, for one, I don't even have a certain type of person that I like. I just like a certain type of person when I like them, <laughs> if that makes any fucking sense. But let's move on in the list because I want to see what else. He can't control his emotions. It is common for all of us to sometimes be controlled by our emotions, but when it comes to emotionally unstable people, their emotions are always what rules their entire life. One of the most obvious signs that you are dating an emotionally unstable guy is the fact that he can't control his emotions and that he is prone to having impulse actions. Everything he feels is intense and extreme and it costumes him completely. In the beginning, you may think that this is a good thing and that this guy isn't just highly sensitive and overly emotionally overly emotional and you think he is definitely different from everyone else wow I just said that but as time goes by you see that this is not (laughs) such a good thing it's simple this guy doesn't have control over himself and it doesn't matter if what he is feeling is sad 
sadness anger love jealousy or any other kind of emotion the point is that this that his feelings are the only things that lead him through life his emotions are usually the only things that affect his ability to make decisions which often causes him to make poor and unrealistic judgments (laughs) well all right let's keep it going because i feel like i said a lot that was already in that one and it's just like well what's wrong with me all right anyways number four he plays the victim reality is something that emotionally unstable people find hard to handle they often don't have enough emotional strength to face the consequences of their actions nor to take responsibility for something they've done therefore they usually play the victim because it is easier for them to handle life this way they usually blame soft some higher force the universe or fates for everything wrong that is going on in their life guilty they think that everyone around them is treating them unfairly and that their problems are the biggest. If you are dating an emotionally unstable person, nothing will ever be his fault. The man will probably try to blame you for everything bad in your relationship. And even if he admits that he did or said something wrong, he'll make you believe you caused him to do so. Right. He enjoys being the victim and subconsciously he wants you to feel sorry for him. By doing this, he also emotionally manipulates his and blackmails you to stay by his side of course in the beginning you know that he is wrong and that not everything can be your fault but as time goes by you also start perceiving him as a victim and start questioning your actions and whether you are the one who is mistaken yeah yeah that's exactly what happened that is exactly what happened and i'm just like yo like i've been by myself all this time um I've talked to people that never tried to change who I was, that never said that me being gay was, like, a disease, that never said that I'm disgusting for liking... Like, I don't even know how I took that whole maybe opposite attracts thing and created a whole relationship with it. Like, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you know, like, it, it's weird. Because, all right, remember I said uh, a lot happened in the course of one day. So, (laughs) it's funny, my life experiences are ridiculous. All right, so he had to go somewhere, and he left me at his place, and he told me that I can go on, like, you know, Hulu or Netflix or Xfinity or whatever. And, um if I got bored, whatever, so, when he left, and I was, I was doing karaoke for a little bit, and then I went on those accounts to see if I could watch something, I went on Netflix account, Netflix wasn't working, um, it was under this girl's name that I always see pop up when we're riding in his car together, but, like, you know, we had just started dating, and when I saw the girl's name kept popping up in his car, like, I was just thinking, like, you know, we just started dating, and I need to give him time to digest his hose or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Like, they're going to take some time to leave or whatever. <laughs> but I'm here. All right, so now I'm going on these accounts, and I can't get on the, her account on the Netflix because it's not paid. So I went on the Hulu account. I couldn't get on the Hulu account because it's not paid. Then I went on Xfinity account. didn't go on it. It's not paid. But once again, they're all in her name. I didn't want to bring it up because I felt like he was um, going through stuff. But when he got there, 
and he told me that he was all upset with me because I didn't iron the clothes and stuff I was like all right he's fine enough to argue so I'm about to ask him real quick but like I'm not gonna argue at all I'm not gonna be argumentative about it I'm just gonna ask and just leave it alone because I was already in the process of adding on to a list I'm gonna go over it with y'all later too of why I was already planning on breaking up with him (laughs) um so yeah so after that little thing about him getting telling me he was upset about the clothes I was like I um ask you a question real quick and he's like all right and um I went to the accounts and I was like oh this is not working I try to watch something on here and it's not working he's like oh the bill's probably not paid right but I went on other accounts so he because like I went on the account page so he would see that I see the name and so then I was like, all right, so who's that person? And so who? He's like, who? And then, like, you know, I said the person's name. And then he's like, oh, that's my ex. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. I was like, is that the one that you said that you're still friends with? And he said, honestly, yeah. He's like, I swear. He's like, there's nothing else. He's like, it's just um, the only thing we have is friendship. Uh, we already decided that me and her is toxic together and that we don't need to be together or whatever. So, like, yeah, we're just friends. We just talk to each other, blah, 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 blah. So, like, you know, he's overly explaining it, whatever. So, like, honestly, I'm at the point where, like, yeah, you're lying ass. Like, I don't care. I'm thinking that inside my head. Because, like, you know, obviously if she's still calling him. He told me this is the same person that he told me that he ain't spoke to in over two months or whatever. So, um... So I'm just like, yeah, all right, like, you know, whatever. And I just left it alone. So, like, you know. <laughs> um, So, yeah, he just was basically telling me that she's there. She was there whenever he needed to be comforted or whatever, whatever. So let's move on to the list. Number five, scroll down. Okay. Wow. He is prone to lying. Emotionally unstable people have a hard time seeing and accepting reality. Therefore, they are prone to perceiving things as they wish them to be. That usually leads them to lying and presenting the truth differently without even being aware of it. It is perfectly normal to tell a casual white lie from time to time, but if you've noticed that your partner is frequently lying and twisting the truth without even feeling guilty about it, it is probable that he has a problem. A borderline personality disorder, which includes emotionally instability, is usually connected with a compulsive lie. When you are dating a compulsive liar... This guy is not only lying to you and everyone around him, he is also lying to himself, and that is the biggest problem. Well, there you have it. Number six, his reactions are extreme and emotionally. Oh my God. Y'all ready? Oh my goodness. This is crazy. Wait till I tell y'all what I've been through. His reactions are extreme and emotionally unstable man will rarely be realistic towards anything that is going on in his life like all other emotionally unstable people he will usually overreact to everything that is going on with him or around him when the slightest inconvenience happens to him this guy will see it as the end of the world all of his emotions are intense and he has extreme reactions to everything without even being aware of it and without being able to control it These extreme reactions can be a sign of some emotional or impulsive control disorder, and that is something that needs to be taken very seriously. 
This man probably has some underlying emotional emotions that he finds difficult to handle, so he expresses them whenever he has a chance to. Most emotionally unstable people have trouble expressing their anger, and this guy is probably no exception. This means that when he has some anger issues, for example, which he hasn't dealt with in a good time, it becomes easy for him to use anger as a surface negative reaction for some other deeper emotions. Whenever this guy finds himself in a situation that he considers to be unacceptable or hard to handle, he doesn't know how to express his emotions the right way. So consequently, he has an extreme inappropriate reaction to that situation. All right. All right. All right, guys. All right, let me tell you. All right, so after the big uh, issue with him saying that basically I dressed like a hoe because this came after the whole uh, Netflix Hulu issue we ended up going to the store I told you course of one day a lot happened and he ended up saying um, he didn't like the different clothes that I was picking out whatever and I let him pick clothes and I ended up liking the outfits that he picked and then he ended up not liking the outfits that he picked because he didn't like how my body looked in it and I'm like yo regardless of what I wear my body is designed like even if I wore fully covered clothes you're still gonna see my shape no matter what like and I was like and if you're dating me this is something that you're gonna have to get over because I'm an artist uh most of the time I hardly have clothes on I'm not sorry for it um this is just how I am whatever and then when we ended up in the car he ended up telling me that he doesn't like when women dress like hoes. I said, <laughs> I don't dress like a hoe. And if you really liked me, like you said you did, you would have listened to my pieces and you would know why I dress the way I dress. And I like the way I dress. So, yeah. Um. So after the whole situation occurred, I, that's when I wrote my list when I got home and decided that I didn't want to be in that relationship anymore. And so, like, you know, I just um, let him call and text or whatever. And I was just going to, like, not deal with it until I saw him in person. Like, this was the night of my open mic. So I was like, you know, I'm not about to let this energy get to me. Um, I'm about to just um, <laughs> move on with my day and talk to him when I talk to him. I didn't think that, you know, I would see him that night. I didn't think that he would keep blowing my phone up like that. And me, I'm the type of person that if you're dealing with me, if you call me more than twice, I am not going to answer my phone. Do not fucking call me more than twice. I don't like that shit. That shit aggravates the fuck out of me. Oh, my God. It bothers me. All right, anyway, so um, he comes to my open mic. And let me talk to you for a second, whatever. So we go in the back. Uh, he says, why aren't you into your vote? <laughs> and I'm like, because I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, but why aren't you into your phone? You don't got time to just respond, say one thing back. And I was like, no, I don't. And you're not about to ruin my day. This is my open mic day. You're not about to get my energy. Is there something that I can help you with? Like, what's up? so you really don't want to be with me anymore he says and I was like no I don't and he's like alright that's all I wanted to know (laughs) and then like this nigga shoulder bumps me and leaves out the door leaves out my office and turns back 
and says, I hope you are single, uh, lonely, and a hoe for the rest of your life. Then, goes outside and takes some of my books out the box in his car, car that I left and dumps it in the middle of the ground outside. <laughs> so... <laughs> Then the next morning, he sits outside my house, demanding me to come and bring him his stuff from out of my house. Of course, I feel threatened, and of course, I'm not going to just do something stupid like that and bring you your shit. Like, you know, I'm going to have to wait until we got a third party involved, like, you know. And uh, that that ended up happening yesterday. We ended up getting a third party involved and got my stuff back and all that stuff. And now I don't got to deal with him no more. And then he hit me up in my email today apologizing for his actions. But he left, like, you know, and I, I'm also sorry for for telling you the truth, for bringing the truth, um, showing you the truth in your eyes or some dumb shit like that. And maybe one day in the future, if God allows it to be, we can reunite. I could not believe that shit. I was like, in my head, like, this nigga is fucking insane. (sighs) Anyway, number seven, he has a hard time keeping a stable relationship. A guy who has a problem keeping his emotions balanced will also have a hard time keeping his relationship stable. This is not just the case with his romantic relationship, but with all other relationships in his life as well. If this guy frequently changes his friends and can't maintain firm relationships relations with anyone, it is a sure sign of his emotional instability. When you first meet a guy with a commitment issues, with commitment issues and who has never had a serious relationship in his life, you may think that he is just a player or that he has hasn't had the chance to meet the right girl just yet. But it's likely that he has some deeper issues that needed to be worked on. This man obviously has a hard time maintaining a stable relationship with himself and that a and that reflects on everyone around him. When you find yourself in a relationship with him, you feel like you need to walk on eggshells because you never know what type of behavior to expect. Right. Number eight, he's he isn't predictable. Although being with someone who doesn't live <laughs> live his life by a schedule is never boring and can be a huge turn on in the beginning. It can also be a sign of their emotional instability. At first, this guy puts you through a roller coaster of emotions and you find this exciting. But as time goes by, you start to feel like you're dating more than one person. When you are involved with an emotionally unstable man, you never know what to expect from him and it becomes exhausting in time. You never know where you two stand and in the beginning, you'll probably think that he is playing mind games with you. Although that is possible, it is likely that this man has some deeper emotional issues that cause him to behave like this. His emotional instability causes him to lose balance in all other areas of his life including his romantic relationships um so yeah wow i didn't even realize we've been on here for 38 minutes um yeah so i have been through a lot <laughs> I have been through a lot. Like, I really thought... I was really scared to go to work. I was scared to... Uh, <laughs> walk out my door. Because I've just been through a lot. And I just never know what to expect from people, period. And, um... Yeah. 
so that was really interesting to have that that list of 10 at the end like that's funny so maybe it's something that needed to be said or something that we needed to talk about because that's what ride with MBS is like y'all we just come on here and just ride with the combo because I never know what the heck I'm about to talk about like I honestly read um, the beginning of that article five minutes before I started this podcast because I like to experience it or experience a conversation while I'm thinking so I can tell you my thoughts as it's going along so like you know that was pretty interesting to have that list and what I just went through it was just like unbelievable and I'm just like wow like I'm not meant to be in a relationship and I'm not meant to be single so like what does that leave me like am I just supposed to just be a side chick or like what no let me stop I know I deserve more I know I deserve whatever everybody says I deserve or whatever but I'll get it at some point in life but until then I'm just gonna love myself and just be who I want to be until then and not change me because somebody else wants to change me um because they they don't think that I'm good enough but I know I'm good enough it's whatever though so um going back to the article uh about letting go of um relationships or people that don't value you um i know that i too like the person in the article um experienced a bunch of relationships in my life that i felt like i had to be here for that person like i've talked about in um these podcasts previously and um i agree with the whole article like going through everything that I've been through lately this year and the different friendships that I've had to separate myself from. Um, I realized that I might be too real for, for people or some people because anytime I have something to say to someone, I bring it right right directly to them like you know what I'm saying like and I expect the same thing back from whoever says they love me I expect you to treat me the same way that I treat you because like you know you know me like you love me and if you love me you want the best for me and the best for me is to maintain my relationships like you know like like let's keep my peace of mind like you know let's all be cool cordial and all that whatever I've been through a lot this year and I realized that people will reach out to you and you would still want to be there for people or you would see that they're struggling you would still want to reach out and make sure they're okay you'll think about these people or whatever but you can't do everything you can't be everybody's superhero you have to be your own superhero sometimes you have to stop feeling like you have to sacrifice your emotions or your feelings because somebody else is feeling down. Or, like, you know, I feel like, I feel like I, my mind is, like, growing every day. And I feel like I learn the most by like you know analyzing these situations through my writings and everything and that's something that I had to do to see what I felt like you know about myself and 
this person that I didn't know if I was supposed to be with or not, you know, like, so, I wrote a list, let me see if I can find it in here somewhere, um, wow, where did that list go, alright, here we go, I got it, so, um, I'm just gonna go over it real quick, it's kind of long, I'm gonna do a part two to this podcast, (laughs) because that's gonna, like, you know, be a whole nother something else, so I'm gonna do a part two to that, and I just want you guys to keep me in your, your mind, if you pray, keep me in your prayers, I'm over here, I'm doing my best by continuing to do these open mics no matter how discouraged I feel no matter who tries to bring me down with them no matter who I'm in competition with on the same days of my speaking eats no matter what no matter who shows up no matter what I do no matter what anybody else does I'm always going to keep it going it's going to keep going and You know, like, (laughs) I'm so grateful for everything that I've been having lately. Like, I had my first Motown show last Saturday. Adrian Elliott threw uh, Sounds of Motown. A whole concert with some amazing artists out in Connecticut and Massachusetts. And it was really fun. I got to sing Gladys Knight. I heard it through the grapevine. And... I studied that performance like hell. And, like, listen, like, (laughs) it was a really, really, really great show. And I was so surprised at the performance because I was sick the whole time. I'm going to talk about that in part two as well. I'm going to give you guys an update on everything. And um, I hope to see you at the next Week and Eat on the 14th of October if you're not at that one. I hope to see you at the following one. It's going to be the um, every other Monday. Um, make sure you guys stay glowing and you stay blessed and you stay positive. And if you are available on Sunday, September, oh, September, oh my God, we're in October, October 6th, there is a fashion show. I am Bruce Fashion Show. I will be performing. I'm going to be opening and I'm going to be singing too. So I'm going to be doing poetry and I'm going to be doing song and it's going to be at the Martin Luther King Center. Um, I am going to actually use the flyer as my uh, uh, default picture for this uh, segment or this podcast right here. So if you're available, please come out. It will be nice to see some familiar faces. And it's all about mental health awareness. So just come out and have a good time. And thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I know it's a long podcast this time. And I will see you when I see you. Peace.